Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 12. Well, maybe, maybe they just saw him as the bread and fish guy, the miracle guy. The new rock star of that day. I mean, were they out there on that road as disciples that day or paparazzi? We don't know. But it was likely that just as in the modern church there were in that crowd all of these kinds of people and all of these different understandings. But we do know for sure that in a very brief time the cry would go from save us to kill him. How did that happen? Acknowledging this 180 degree change, it would behoove us to look closely at what Jesus does and what he says between this point and that of the cross. One of the benefits of years of ministry, if if I can call it a benefit, is to see the results of time. For some, time is a manifest of learning and growing and maturing and ever-forward discipleship. For others, well, for others, it's a slow and painful cancer-like demise. As age changes a person's physical appearance, for many, it also changes the spiritual. Their faith becomes slower and slower, less and less attractive, forgetful, inattentive, dispassionate and tired. I mean, they started out throwing down palm trees and shouting out to the Lord for salvation. But you see, when when they started learning what it is that Christ really was all about, what he was asking them to do, how to live, what he was wanting from them, well, the passion quickly faded. We've grown lazy desperately trying to fit God into our lives and into our world instead of simply dying to self and giving our lives to God to do as he sees fit. It can take a long time to get to this point, months, even years, but we eventually stop moving forward and we start nesting at some spiritual level, some point in our lives. Some even go through a what what I would call a spiritual midlife crisis. They let their lives slip into a rather lethargic state and and their marriages start to fail and and, uh, because it's not fulfilling anymore and their vocation becomes empty and meaningless. The bottom line is they're bored. So they, they ditch the wife number one for you know, a new younger trophy, and then they quit their job to chase their dream, and they buy a sports convertible, get some gold chains to go around their neck, and leave their shirt open and turn the music up loud. You see, we do this as believers, too, because we often never really had a plan for life, or we never listened to what God was directing us to, and then the years just ticked by. When we fail to keep growing and fail to stay obedient, to stay passionate, When I fail to commit myself and to jump into the deep end of the pool with no turning back, 
we seem to always doom ourselves to a spiritual midlife crisis. Look, if I don't fall deeper in love with my wife, I'll slowly fade away from her. If I don't fall deeper in love with Jesus, I'm going to slowly fade away from him too. And so instead of questioning how we got there, we, we tend to knee-jerk and, you know, burn down the house with the plans uh, and then go out and rebuild a, uh, what we had with some gold mansion in its place. It's called reinventing ourselves. You see, there's a vast difference between that person and the person who obediently grows through spiritual experience over a lifetime. The great difference between the one who grows, quote, in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, end quote, and one who brings him both glory now and forever. In the midlife crisis, motivated by fear and boredom with the accompanying half-court Hail Mary shots that result from such, this is the result of such a life as this. You know, untold number of people have begun well, but I went on to finish so very poorly. I don't believe it's because they failed to love him, but it's because they failed to stay in love with him. They started out just fine. They just never finished fine. And that takes an everyday passionate relationship with the other party. To stay in that love, whether it be a spouse or a friend or even God. If I let that relationship fade, practical restoration will not happen because of some desperate one-night wine and dine with flowers and a new diamond. Relationship, you see, takes time. It is the missing link. It is the crucial ingredient. And when that midlife crisis is over and the trophy wife is gone and the convertibles repossessed and the creditors are at your door after we lost all that we ever had because we gambled for it, instead of working and earning it. It's gone because we've placed all the chips on one hand. We walk away spiritually bust. Look, relationship is not that easy. We can't win it, its benefits, we must earn its benefits. And there is forever no cheating the system. For the people on the road that day, it had to be more than some impassioned moment of Hosanna, Hosanna. No, if, if they weren't in it for the long haul, it would just be a waste of their time. Jesus, he's about long-term relationship and growth, not, not spiritual one-night flings. There's no substitute for this long-haul relationship-building love affair. There are never any shortcuts. Verse 14 says, Jesus, having found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, Don't be afraid, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king comes, sitting on a donkey's colt. Now, the other gospel accounts of this event tell us a little more about the acquiring of this donkey. For it was actually one of many prophecies that Jesus fulfilled throughout this greater event. The prophecy of his riding into Jerusalem on a donkey we can find that all the way back in Zechariah 9.9. And in that day, triumphant kings and princes, they would often ride upon white donkeys or even white stallions, while fittingly their sons would 
right along upon its pole. That day, Jesus was coming as a lowly servant, the humble sacrifice. Revelation tells us that there will come a day, the next time he comes, when he'll be riding on a white stallion, because that time, well that time he'll be the triumphant king. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.